You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban and the master of ceremonies himself. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? <laughs> the masters of ceremonies. We're doing our <laughs> award show today. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, Mavs news. The Mavs, the NBA officially uh, announced that the Mavericks will be playing in China. So if Let's you are go. a listener listening in China, let us know. Nick and I will be there recording a pot. No, yeah, just kidding. I, just. I can see that we get listens from China, but I've never heard from anybody from, on Twitter or anything from China. Even just like tweet me or or DM me in, uh, in like Mandarin or Chinese because I can translate it on on the uh, on the old Twitter. Google Translate. Yeah. So reach out to us if you're in China. But yeah, uh, the Mavericks and the Sixers are traveling to China for two preseason games in early of October. Uh, it's always a huge event. Last year was the Warriors and Timberwolves. They do a bunch of community stuff, a bunch of just crazy different events. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, it's, people kind of knew about this for a while, but the NBA just announced it now. And, you know, the, the China market in the NBA is wild. So just for them to get to see Embiid and Simmons and, you know, Dirk and Pospis last year and, just everything with that's going to be. A- and the Mavs are no longer known as the little cows. So <laughs> I in China, all about that. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when the Mavs changed the Mavs changed their uh, Chinese name in the middle of the season this year to the, that, lo- the that, Lone Rangers or something. That was one of those random stories ever. I was like, wait a minute, why is this a story right now? Probably because of this. Probably because they, they were going to they were going to head over there. That is a good point. We should we should look into things and speculate on more stuff. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so like listen we're not gonna travel to china if we're gonna be called the little cows right? so <laughs> we're we not going if we're printing all this merchandise and bringing all this junk with us if we're just gonna, <laughs> it's gonna say little cows on all over it little little cows little moo cows but anyway that's that's our only maps news right now my other my other idea my other thought about the little cows thing is that uh they have a guy uh, Ryan Klein that works at the organization that uh, I think he's either fluent or he's like learning Chinese or he's like very like he's very well versed and maybe he like just learned what that word actually means <laughs> and then he was like oh wait guys <laughs> so, um, listen guys we gotta change this did y'all know it's a little cow yeah I just figured out what this word means <laughs> <laughs> or like he just figured out like a, it's a slang term for something or you know like something like that yeah anyway so what we're doing today is we are doing our awards uh, we will probably not mention another Maverick for the rest of this show, but I think I got one that I'll mention. So yeah, I got one I'm gonna mention okay, for sure. We got one we're gonna mention. Okay, so we're gonna do all those six major awards. This is, we're not doing all NBA. We'll do that later, and then we'll do our uh, its own award show for the Mavericks. We'll do like all of these different awards for the Mavs. Rookie of the Year is gonna be interesting. Um, most valuable player uh for the NBA is gonna be. Uh, an award that we'll talk about, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Most Improved Player, Coach of the Year. We will go through all that for the NBA, for the entire NBA. Playoffs are going right on right now. Right after the break. Right now. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> the playoffs are still going on, 
and uh, Isaac, our picks are looking uh, they're looking okay except for the Cleveland one. I picked a sweep that yeah. first game. That first game blew me away. I didn't. Man. I mean, come on. We're talking about LeBron James. We're talking about the goat. We're talking about the greatest player of all time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> stop it. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's kind of weird. And we are talking about this Cleveland Cavaliers team, man. Larry Nance is the X factor. Yeah, right. He, he will take them back to the title. I George Hill's the perfect point guard. Rodney Hood, look at him coming in. Oh my gosh, they got rid of Isaiah Thomas, the cancer of the team. They they brought in all these guys. They shook it up. They're they're the, they're the team to beat in the East. Kevin I mean, Love on, is look back. At all these, look at all these. Kevin Love's back. All these guys are back. <laughs> Fast forward, man. This is two thousand seven. The Cavs. I mean, LeBron has no help. He don't even have a roster. <laughs> this this could be worse than to the. Oh, we don't have enough time for me to. The rant I could go on about this team about how how better how much better better this team is <laughs> than two thousand seven. Oh man, Kevin this team is so much better. What these people like? Even Kevin O'Connor though down the ring, I'm like, dude, I love this guy. But he was like talking on their podcast saying, "I mean, this really is like 2007." No, it is not. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? Kevin Love is ten times the player anybody on that 2007 Cavs team is. Yeah, like the second best player on the 2017 was Jadrino Sogauskas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had like Larry Hughes and Booby Gibson and stuff like. like Daniel Marshall was hitting threes in the playoffs for them. <laughs> oh my gosh. This team is so much better in 2007, and that it just drives me nuts how they have a bad game. All of a sudden, LeBron has no help. Okay. Anyway. He, his supporting gas is not good. Let's just put it that way. Like, it's not great. You know what I mean? But it is it is better definitely than that 2007 team for sure. Yes. So, uh, also, we both have Milwaukee. In, uh, you have it in six, and I have it in seven. And the Boston Celtics just beat the the Milwaukee Bucks again, so Boston is up two zero in that series. Uh, so I'm not worried. Look, no, yeah, not looking great on that front. That uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, substitute teacher coach for the uh, Bucks, he had a interview with uh, <laughs> with Roslyn. I think it was either at halftime or during one of the quarter breaks or something like that. And he just didn't seem like he knew what he was doing. Man, it just looked like. Gosh, I'm concerned. I am concerned about that. I think Boston's going to win that series. Yeah, I thought Boston would get Game One, but I thought Milwaukee would come out tonight and like step it up, and they didn't. <laughs> and man, well, we can save this for a different pod, but we need to talk about Jabari at some point. Oh no! Because I was yeah, I was talking to if a bunch Isaac guy the is other day. losing hope on Jabari then. Yikes. I was well. I talked to a guy that's covered the Bucks for many years now, and I was talking to him the other day about Jabari and just like what's up, what's up with the team, like with him and the latest comments and just everything with it. And I don't know, I'm a little worried, and I'm a little worried seeing him in the playoffs too because and he he just hasn't looked good at all. But anyway, it's a different conversation for another day that for, we have plenty of time for. Oh, we have tons of time. Uh, also, by the way, uh, before we move on to the awards, I wanted to give a shout out to our guy Dylan, who reached out to us on Twitter, getting out of the hospital. Man, hopefully you are feeling better today uh, for whatever it was, and uh, thank you for listening to Lockdown Mavs, being a loyal listener. We uh, we really appreciate it, guys. So anytime that somebody is like, "Man, this is getting me through the day," we really appreciate those kind of those kind of tweets and DMs. You the man, Dylan. Uh, Nick forwarded me the DM, and that was 
That was freaking awesome. First of all, he was offended he wasn't included in it. I was super mad. So I'm just going <laughs> to assume that you're just kind of still high from like the morphine or whatever it was and you just forgot to DM me. Yeah, DM me, me what kind of drugs they got you on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. But anyway, no, that's awesome. Glad we could play some type of role and get better soon. Speaking of some type of role, let's play the role of awards giver-outers right after this. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Let's get right into our NBA awards ballot. Uh, We can't call these like the Locked On on Mavsies or something like that, like the Locked On Mavs Awards. Man, I'll say One Shining Podcast, the Duffies, was the greatest thing in a podcast history, (laughs) but – I haven't laughed so hard in a podcast in a long time. We'll but, call them the, can we call them the Durkies? We got we got to think of something. Maybe before, maybe in the, maybe next week we can create our own awards for the Mavs. Some like funny support. Okay, and then we'll give them out awards. again. Then we'll give them out like every year. Yeah, yeah. Beyond just like MVPs and stuff, just like different ones, like maybe a fan award or something like that, different things. Got it. That's a good idea. We'll do that. But for now, let's start with. Uh, Probably the most obvious one, the uh, most improved player. Well, you know, I don't do just the most improved player. I do a starting five. I love – okay, Nick and I are on opposite ends of the spectrum. I love this award. Nick hates this award. I do not like this award that much. I like the I, I like I really like the two players that I want I want to give it to this year though. I love this award because I just I like seeing change in players and i like seeing i don't know i just like seeing different players that take a huge step up but yeah so i have a starting five obviously the leader of that starting five is victor oladipo for both of us yeah yeah, that's who i have winning porzingis was there until he got hurt man at the beginning of the year it was a two-headed race between him and porzingis and if porzingis kept it up the knicks were going to be a playoff team but they didn't so Yeah, yeah that's crazy to think about holy cow um, who, who's your other guy? Two number two, I have Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay, I have him at three. It's sort of like a lifetime achievement. Like he's gone so far from being like a G League guy to like a pretty good starting point guard. I just think that that he like it culminated into this year, and so I'm giving it to him for that. Okay, I do like Dinwiddie. He's in my starting five. The other starters on my list at the two spot I have Chris Dunn. That's like, a good one. Yeah, that's. I, I thought he wasn't going to make it. Like I yeah. thought he was just like, wow, what a bust! And he turned it on. And yeah, I mean, I really like what he looked like in Chicago. Uh, the the other two I have is uh, Fred Van Vliet and okay. and Andre Drummond. I have Drummond as my third one. Uh, dude went to. He's a sixty percent free throw <laughs> shooter. He went from thirty eight <laughs> to sixty something percent this year. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's the highest totals in rebounds and points per game too. I know he's averaging like 16 boards or something like that a game, and which is normal yeah, he, for him. But he just had a really good, a really good year. He improved. He improved mainly in his free throws, but in in other areas too. So, yeah. I'm curious if if DeAndre Ayton is going to be just a better scorer version of Andre Drummond. Um, which would still be really good, but. right? I mean, he can shoot threes. Drummond can't. This is true. So he's going to be a better, yeah, better shooting scoring version of Andre Drummond. Kind of like DeMarcus Cousins. No, because you get a little bit more defense, I feel like, with Drummond and Cousins. But, yeah. 
Yeah. And I just that, that length and size, I feel like, more with... Kind of in between between Cousins and Drummond. Yeah. How about that? If we just put them in like a, a vat and we had to make a new yeah. player. So there kinda you go. Like that, that machine in like Santa Claus, like three, to where they just like... Santa walks in and then the like robot walks out. I guess that's a bad analogy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like in Spy Kids 4 when the uh, – so there you go. Most improved player, we both have Victor Oladipo as our, as our number one. And then Isaac Everyone has, across the country has Victor Oladipo. Yeah, everyone so. – Isaac has his team. Then he goes with that. Um, okay, sixth man of the year. This one's not so much an obvious one. Well, I think it is. To yeah. me at least. Um, so Lou Williams, it feels like he's going to win it again. Yeah, he should. The guy – playing 32 minutes a game though that's my problem with this like he's he still came out the bench though i know but he's playing 32 minutes a game he's playing starters minutes <laughs> okay he's playing almost as much as durant does yeah but i get that you're just like but- it's just you're just not getting put at the beginning of the game but you're playing starters minutes i feel like this award has to be for a guy that like necessarily well, comes off the limits on it then or what if there was like a um it's just i looked up i looked up the players that had played 50 games and that had uh started less than like 20 games or something like that and sorted them by minutes and he out like paced everybody by just so yeah. much i mean he's okay so he's at 32.8 the next highest is okay Thank you, basketball reference. Okay, Marcus Smart at like twenty nine, and then after that, it's like twenty seven, and then twenty six, or like the next after that. So he has like eight more minutes than pretty much anybody. Marcus Smart doesn't start because he's forced out of it because he's not good enough. So, <laughs> also, Lou Williams could start on that team. Like he's better than the guys that are in front of him. That I have a problem with that too. That's like not a six man. Okay. Well, you're just like disqualifying him as a six man now. He's a starter. This is like, okay, this is like us giving the award to like Dirk and saying he's basically a six man because he starts for like four minutes and comes out and plays a lot of his minutes with the bench unit. No, this is, this is your, the sixth man is the sixth man on your team. Lou Williams is not the sixth. Yeah, Lou's the sixth man. No, he's not the sixth. Okay, name Name five Come players. Iguodala, Iguodala finishes games and he doesn't start. Name five players for the the uh, the Clippers that are better than Lou Williams. Yeah, but Ginobili's the not same your sixth thing. Man, then. <laughs> okay, well Ginobili's the same thing, but he's a six man. I know. For years, Ginobili was the third, fourth best player on that team, and he always came off the bench. I know. I just have a problem with it for Lou Williams. I see what you're saying. Who I gave sure. it to though. I gave it to him because he's averaged like twenty three a game. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely gonna win. I have him second. I mean, I'm shrug, yeah. shrug. I have him second. Well, who do you have first? Number one, I have Fred VanVleet, and oh I have him because the Raptors as a whole need to win this award for their whole bench. This yeah, needs man. to be an award for that whole bench for Pascal Siakam. This is this is for Pascal Siakam. This is for Jakob Pertl. This Delon is Wright. for Delon Wright, who had this crazy alley oop today. This is for. Who else saw that bench? CJ Miles sometimes. This is for this is for all those Raptors coming off the bench. They just did this is a, a group award. Remember when like uh didn't all the didn't all the Hawks win player of the month one year? <laughs> didn't that happen? I, I feel don't like know. I feel like all the Hawks, like four or five Hawks won uh player of the month or something like that because they went on the streak or something. 
but uh, this award is for them. This is for you guys. This is for uh, for everybody. This is for you guys. This is for Norman Powell. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about him. Yeah. And then third. Do you have anybody third? Uh, or second. You didn't see anybody second. No. I, I have an honorable mention, though. Okay. J.J. Barrett. I have him third. <laughs> he he actually made uh, Eddie Sefko's ballot. But that's Eddie home, Post... That's such a homer pick. It is. Yeah, it is a super homer pick. But, yeah, I mean, he had his best year of his career. Like, if the Mavericks are in the playoffs, I think he would really be getting a lot of love right now. And yeah, it's not. I thought about writing a piece about it, but if the Mavericks are in the playoffs, just everything. That's funny. I'm, everything in life right now. I'm like, no, I'm doing some other things. But I could hear an argument. Like I think he should be in the conversation. I don't think he should win it, but I should. I think he should. He deserves some vote with some votes. Yeah, he's leading all. He's leading all bench players in assists. He's at six point three assists per game. He's at eleven and a half points. His uh, shooting splits are. Uh, 44 from the field, 37 from three, and 78 from uh, from the free throw line. Just having a, just having a really really good year. He's been part of those bench units that were awesome. Those uh, JJ, Devin, you know, uh, Yogi, Dirk, Dwight. That was the bench, the best bench unit. Maybe one of the best, you know, <laughs> units in the, in the entire NBA for a while. And then they switched it with Doug. Yeah, switched Doug for Devin. I put that in my 10 things two weeks ago. I think. And uh, still, like, the fourth best bench unit in the NBA by net rating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I think he should get some love. And at least top five in six, man. But he won't win it. No. No. And then that's another one where it's kind of like, well, he's probably not their sixth best player. You know, it's just one of those kind of weird things. But he should probably be starting over Dennis. If you're like basically solely going off of how good the player is right now. Remember when you had that take early in the season? Remember when I was still right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's the it's the off season, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> lady, lady just barbin gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the off off season, gentlemen and barb. All right, let's go to coach of the year. This is by far the hardest one. Really? I thought, ah, oh, man. Coach of the year, I I think it's the hardest one. I I, okay. I think there's four dudes that could win it. For right, sure. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's four dudes. There's Nate McMillan. No, I don't have him in my top four. Really? No. He took that team. He took that Pacers this, team that we thought was were going to be awful, and he turned it into that. Yeah. I yeah. I, I get it. Like he would probably he'd be five or six for me for sure. Okay, like Dwayne this, Casey, Quinn Snyder, Brad Stevens. Yeah, yeah. Who's your fourth? Oh, my fourth is the one that should win it, Brett Brown. The dude should win the freaking award. You can make an argument for Greg Popovich, too. Yes, very well. <laughs> the Sixers won 28 games last year, and now they've won 52. Yeah, it's a great... like, like that, they're the three seed in the Eastern Conference. They finished with a better seed than the Cleveland Cavaliers. There are people like... Like that's that's like winning means a lot to me. So like Brett Brown, Dwayne Casey, Brad Stevens, I'd put Snyder fourth. Um, but my one yeah. thing, my one thing about Brett Brown, and I agree to you, I agree with you that he has done a, a, a great job. Is that no, he last year 
he got 30 games out of out of Embiid. This year he got what, like 60, 50 something? Uh-huh. High 50s, low 60s out of Embiid. So that's 30 more. Let's say that's 30 more games. And he got 80 games out of Ben Simmons. They essentially added two all-stars this this summer and then like raised that yeah. one total. You know what I mean? Like the two talent- very young all-stars though. True, true. And he he did a good job, you know, bringing those guys along and, and making, you know, this system, but he basically added two all-stars this offseason and he should, you know, it should be better than that. You, whereas you look at a guy like Brad Stevens who I have winning, he loses yeah, he I think loses it's one of two all-stars too. and he still he still wins all his I mean, man. yeah, I mean I think it's either one of them. I, I just I'm it just, it took a lot of when he came out and said in training camp the ball's going to Ben Simmons. He's going to be our point guard and like more than just like the offense going through him. He's going to get the ball went out of a rebound yeah. and bring it up the court. And a lot Love of people it. were like, "Whoa, like Love it's it. 6'10", dude. Like he's going all in on that." And coach the team around that like it's him or Stevens for me with Snyder and Casey and them McMillan and stuff right behind them. Yeah, I think about I have Casey third. Uh but with with Casey like yeah, he changed the way that he changed the way they played and and made that adjustment. They weren't that much better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're they're like 5 games better or something like that. 6 games yeah, better. Yeah, and it's it's kind of it's kind of like they maintained their status quo of like hey, let's just keep everybody together and like they did get better, but it's like the other teams that we thought at the top something drastic happened like Boston lost Hayward and then they lost Kyrie and Cleveland Cleveland you know, was the, worse you know there's a nuke, nuke down and nuked it nuked it all and uh you know and they lost Kyrie at the you know in the offseason and Washington just like crumbled so it's like they didn't have a ton of competition at the top they just like hey them keeping the band together this was the perfect year to do it because everyone else around them kind of like yeah. went down and so, but I'm not discrediting like they're like they're great, and I'm rooting for them a lot. Yeah. So there you go. That's who we have as coach of the year. It's a hard award. Uh, yeah. Honorable mention to uh, Rick Carlisle. <laughs> I was waiting for Izzy. I was waiting for Izzy to give me a laugh, and he just uh, he's holding his tongue over there. <laughs> All right, we're gonna give out rookie of the year right after this. Rookie of the year. This is a tough one, but I think eventually it's going to go to Ben Simmons, and I think it should. No, it's Donnie's. I think because Ben Simmons, he got to travel with the team all year, and he's not really a rookie. He's on the second year of his rookie deal. and, and That's all true. So dumb. He's his first year That's playing. That's the truest thing. It's, it's it the, doesn't matter. You can't say it's not a huge playing. advantage. That's a huge advantage. He was. He's just better. At, he's just better than Donovan Mitchell in general. Like as a player, he's just better. What's What's Mitchell's uh, weakness? He's not as good defensively as Ben Simmons. He's not as good of a pass. He's definitely not Dwayne as good of a Wade, passer Dwayne or Wade a rebounder. Just made him look like a freaking middle schooler the other night. He didn't guard Dwayne Wade. He did there towards the end. Here's my only, like. Also, Dwayne Wade is super good, and we should not have to argue about that. He's also 84 years old. Yeah. Did you hear that whole thing about Dwayne Wade getting in shape, though? Yeah, that's cool, but he's still 84. So much hate and vitriol <laughs> towards him. Um, ben Simmons is a better hey, player than Donovan Mitchell. 
I think it's about even for me. I just, I don't, and you're talking to, like, personally, I say I would take him over Joel Embiid. Like, I love, like, I love the player and Ben Simmons, been all about him. But there was something, like, watching him the other night against Miami, it's super weird. He's 6'10", Rajon Rondo in Boston. Like, that's, and that's still really good, but it's so, it's so weird watching a player that, that that good but can't trade baskets with the best. Like, Wade was coming down scoring and Miami scoring, and that's the time when, like, the Giannis's, the Anthony Davis's, like, those type of goods come down with the ball and they put the ball in the basket. He can't do it. Like, he just can't do it. He can't shoot at all. He can't shoot a three. He can't shoot a jump shot. So it's like he was coming down in the in the end of the fourth quarter in that game. It was running threes by Bellinelli and JJ Redick and Covington and all this stuff, you know, Sarich and all that type. Like, it's just super weird to see that. It's just weird at this point, like, to see him not be able to trade buckets like that. You know how many points Anthony Davis averaged his rookie year? How much? 13. <laughs> you know, Seriously. You know how many, you know how many points Giannis averaged his rookie year? Nine, seven. <laughs> yeah, but it's they can. He's gonna get. He's gonna get there. He he'll get there. He's, he's much, going to get there. But is he there now? We're deciding this award now. That's my thing. Like that, Mitchell can go head to toe. He can trade baskets. We've seen that. Did Mitchell trade and, baskets with Russell Westbrook the other day? But we've seen it throughout the season, though. We've seen him hit huge shots in fourth quarter and stuff. We've seen cool passes by Ben Simmons. Like, and I'm not like I'm not trying to bash him. I'm just saying we're nitpicking the top two. And for me, one candidate has a clear advantage that he has been in the league for. With it is a clear advantage, but there's a rule around it. I get I get it. That's protecting him and like all stuff. That is a massive advantage. Him getting to practice and be with the team and all this stuff for a whole year. That it in the analogy Donovan Mitchell gave of a test is on July first, and I you know ha, one person having like two weeks to study and the other one having a full year to study. That's the exact like that is a perfect definition of that. That's a perfect analogy. The other thing nobody's bringing up about the reason why he didn't play his whole year and he sat out and he got to study for the test all year is because he was hurt. So he's also doing but re- he's, he's also he's also doing rehab and he's coming off the injury and he's it's not like he's just like training and getting but, ready and preparing his body. Like he was like in a hospital bed hospital bed for twelve months. That w- I mean he was rehabbing yeah there for a while, but like he was on the court doing things like a lot. They, they just chose to just set him out. They knew the season was a wash, so it's just like. Let's Don, do it. Donovan Mitchell also had the advantage of playing for an actual basketball program in college, so we can <laughs> give him that. True. Also, Donovan Mitchell is older than Ben Simmons, Isaac. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a year extra to study. He's had a whole year of his life. Stop it. Don't even. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I give it to Mitchell. Also, did you know that Donovan Mitchell is not from a foreign country and Ben Simmons is? There's that, there's that advantage of he's lived here his whole life. And Ben Simmons hasn't. Talk about a talk about years of being able to prepare for the test, Isaac. Uh huh. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the language barrier. <laughs> ben Simmons is a special talent, and I do really like him. But I Donovan, just, I but, got, but Donovan Mitchell gets the L for that rookie that rookie sweatshirt with the definition. I, why? Why? Why is it so wrong? It's not wrong. <laughs> It's not wrong. No, he he does have the he did have that advantage. I just don't think it. I just don't think it should matter that much. Well, it it, it can't matter because it doesn't factor into the award. So like, no, they're both eligible. 
Yeah, they're both eligible, so like technically it, it can't matter. But I think you sh- it, it should be noted it is a clear advantage. So then when you get on the court, I just I yep. like Mitchell's overall game better than uh, I think he played a better overall season this season than Ben Simmons. You want to put an asterisk next to uh, Ben Simmons' name? I think I think every I think Blake Griffin should too. I think every rookie who gets a rookie of the year and they were in the league the year before should they should all have asterisks beside their name. Okay. Yeah. I hope not, that, I hope they get they're co. Not truly a truly rookie. They're they're rookie playing, but they're not a true true rookie. Yeah, we could we could go on like this for a long time. I think about because we all, we know especially we've seen stuff like around the team everything that Dennis went through this year. Imagine everything that we have seen, just what we have seen, off the court that Dennis has went through this year, and then imagine like him coming in next year and being a rookie. Like there's like there's so much stuff off the court that we like people just don't understand from media obligations to all this stuff of learning all the stuff how to, how to do off the court and then Ben Simmons learned all of that for a whole year to where he came in his rookie quote season and didn't have to learn all of that all he had to do is just get on the court and play Donovan's learning it all in like one setting and talking to Dennis like. And you hear him talking about his rookie year, and it's like, holy crap. Like, it's just, it's so much stuff. It's wild. But, but like, what we said, that, the vote doesn't, like, he's eligible. So, then it's just about on the court stuff. But I still give it to Mitchell then. Who do you have third? I have Jason Tatum. Yeah, probably Tatum. I didn't put a third. I just put top two. It's, re- it's really, it's going to be a big gap between two and three. Yeah, I mean, I put Tatum. I think Dennis should be up there, top five. Um, just, yeah. But, yeah, i give it to Tatum probably. All right, defensive player of the year. I have Rudy Gobert. I do not. I can't. I just can't do it because of the games. Who Do you, do you have Joel Embiid? No. Who do you have? Robert Covington. Ooh. Yeah, I just, like, here's here's the thing. I actually have some stats for you. Wow. Wow. By the way, I have Rudy Gobert 1, Embiid 2, and Victor Oladipo 3. Ooh, I like the Oladipo one. I do that a lot. I do like that one. Um, According to NBA Advanced Stats, Philadelphia has actually posted a better defensive rating with Covington alone than Embiid alone. Covington Covington playing 1 on 5 and Embiid playing 1 on 5? Covington leads all regular players with 4.4 deflections per 36 minutes and defends all three perimeter spots. So I just like for all of the defensive stats that Philadelphia is, I mean, they're like a top four, top five defense. I think yeah. it has more to do with Covington than Embiid. The dude is a garden points. He's guarding like wings, like, He's guarding. He's guarding them all. Like, and you, when you look at the defensive stats, which I don't really like too much, he's there. And I think games games just mean a lot to me personally. Like, I just can't. Like, I have Rudy Gobert too. It's just like he played fifty six games. Like that. That's just. I mean, that's what 20, 26 games that he missed. Is that right? Yeah. I just I just can't give it to somebody that played fifty six out of eighty two games, and I like Embiid, but I just I lean towards Covington. 
Yeah, the games don't matter as much to me when you're as good as Rudy Gobert is. <laughs> yeah, but what the cut? What's the cutoff though? That's my only thing. You start down a slippery slope if you do that. Like, why not Kawhi? I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's a slope as much as it's just like. Why okay. can't Kawhi win it? It's <laughs> why can't Kawhi win because he didn't play any games. No, he played like two, three games, didn't he? Like, yeah, he was awful. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the thing. Like, what's your cutoff? You know, like. I don't think it's a certain cutoff of how many games. It's like a feel. So if somebody played 40 games, and if Draymond Green played 40 games and, like, killed it all around, and he played 40 games, he should get the award. And he was w- and he was way better than anybody else that played. Sure. But there are other guys that are deserving, I think, if you're playing that many games. Because I had Rudy Gobert 1 and Joel Embiid 2. I think they were head and shoulders above anybody defensively. And mm. Gobert only played, like, Six less games than Embiid this year. So, to me, it didn't matter too much. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, I have him two and three, but I like the versatility of Covington, and he played 80, 80, 81 games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's good. He'd probably be my first team all defense for sure. You know, the yeah. other thing about the Sixers thing is that it helps to have, like, you have, <laughs> you have Covington, Simmons, and Embiid, like that's three monster defenders that that all kind of help each other out with all those like defensive numbers and things like that. Yeah. So Rudy Gobert's got some good guys too. I mean, it's Mitchell, it's Rubio, but you know. All right, the final one, most valuable player. It's gonna. Go I mean, it's Russell Westbrook because yeah. <laughs> he averaged a triple double all got, season. Got those long. eighteen rebounds in the last game. I mean, it's a given. I mean, if anybody. Averages a triple double all year, then that's the end all tell all. I mean, he wins the award hand down. Man, has anybody won MVP and then not come in like top ten in MVP the next year? Oh no, he'll be in top. He'll be in top four or five. Really, you think so? People are gonna actually. Oh, vote for him? sure. People will still love that. I mean, they. He did average a triple double. All jokes aside, he did average triple double, and they're the fourth seed in the West. So, like, I mean. He's the thing about three or four for me. The thing about saying, really, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I'm here. I am joking about him, but like, I can't put him outside my top five. If like, put his name aside, a, a dude is in his team's a top four seed in a conference, and he averaged a triple double like that. I mean, put his name whatever that you got to He's gotta the fact that they were two games away from being out of the playoffs, though, doesn't matter to you. No. Like, that doesn't make the four seed as big to me. It, it's like, okay, you're a four seed, but you're two games away from being a nine seed. Like, that just doesn't – it doesn't do it for me. I feel like you could do that a lot, though, sometimes. You could. Because, I mean, that – like, what was it that one year where the Mavericks ended up playing the Spurs or something? Like, the Spurs – like, it was something crazy to where some with conference – or the divisions and stuff to where the Spurs could have been the two seed or they could have been, like, the seventh seed – and like you know, there's just that big of a crazy, you know, jumble of you know, like records and stuff. And so, I, yeah, I don't put a lot into that. Also, how many more games did the Thunder win this year than last year? Oh, I don't know. One. Hmm. One game, and they added Paul George. What's the point? That's just I don't think he could win if you're only winning one more game, adding Paul George. Like, what does that mean? Well, if he won it last year, yeah, he, he, he had nobody around him. Like he had nobody, and so he was take he was taking this team from like, 
you know, this team of guys with no all-stars and all this up to this 47 wins. Like, that was impressive. And now it's like yeah. he did the exact same thing he did last year record-wise, but with an all-star now. Some people could look at that more impressive, though, that he still averaged a triple-double with another star on his team. Some people would look at that and say that's that's impressive and very selfish. <laughs> I agree. I, I do see that. But, I, yeah, he, he shouldn't win, but I think it would be a travesty if he's not in the top five. Like, well, he's not in the top five, so get your get your tissues. He, he will. He should. He will when the voting comes out. Nah, for sure. It's gonna be sad. Okay, James Harden number one for sure. Stop with LeBron. Don't do it. <sighs> I have LeBron number two. Okay, whatever. I have LeBron two. Anthony Davis three. Lillard four. Okay. I stopped at four. <laughs> I stopped at four. <laughs> um, yeah, I have the same top three. And then uh, and then it's just kind of a jumble. I think it's Westbrook probably at four. And then you're looking at, at five. I think it's – I think Kevin Durant should still be up there. Yeah. Ever, yeah, I had him at five, then I just removed him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he should like, – uh, no. I think he – he should be up there. He averaged 26 points and went up in a lot of different categories. What do you um, think about a case for somebody like LaMarcus Aldridge to be like five? No, no, no. And DeRozan, I mean, I, I, that group is DeRozan, KD, and Lillard for me at five. Yeah, DeRozan too, I thought about. It's just kind of sad that they're the one seed. and They're the one seed and they really could walk away with absolutely zero award. Yeah, they really could. I, I mean, I forced that six man of the year vote for them. <laughs> yeah, and that, like that could give them they, like a well, they could come away with zero all NBA teams votes too. Not votes, nah, but Rosen will get in. We'll talk about it. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, the Lamarcus Aldridge thing though, like they, they made it into the playoffs at forty seven wins, and who else is on their team? That's the thing where you look at you look at the rest of the players on the team and you go. Dang, like there's just nobody else that's helping that guy. He is he, that that is the definition of valuable to that team. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree completely. I mean, I think he should be five. He should be probably in that group. I guess it's just hard to. Yeah, I, I couldn't put him in that. It also depends on how you look at the award. Like most most people look at it as a most outstanding. Yeah, it's a, not. It's most never valuable. most most valuable. So there you go. Those are our awards picks guys thank you so much for listening to lockdown maps again we'll be back uh with one or two pods for the rest of this week doing uh maps awards and then maybe all nba teams and uh all rookie teams peace out boom <laughs>